Hey, Junior. Parshas Vayetze. The wicked porrits. Baruch trudged home from the cheder. Through the snow that was once again falling on the Horky shtetl, he waved happily to Velvel, the water carrier, and Aaron, the fishman, as he headed home after cheder. Horky was the poorest of all the Hasidish shtetlach, but everyone served Hashem b'simcha, and it was a very pleasant place to live. Baruch was especially happy these days, as his bar mitzvah was only a few weeks away, and he was going to lay in the entire Parshas Vayetze in the small wooden Horky base medrash in front of the Rebbe and all of the Hasidim. However, today, Baruch was feeling nervous. The mean Goyesh Poritz, who ruled over Horky and the surrounding areas, had made a new law that no boy was allowed to have a bar mitzvah until the Poritz tested him on his laning. Baruch wasn't at all looking forward to meeting with the Poritz, but he had to have a bar mitzvah. So after feeding the chickens, Baruch grabbed his old worn chumish and headed over to the Poritz's mansion at the edge of the shtetl. Wow, what a fancy mansion. Baruch had never seen the Poritz's mansion up close before. The Horky children were all too terrified to ever come anywhere near it. Trembling, Baruch approached the gold-trimmed door and knocked softly on the door. To his horror, the Poritz himself flung the door open with anger in his eye. Who do you think you are knocking so hard on my door? Snarled the Poritz as Baruch fought back tears. Do you know how much this door costs? Be careful. Now come inside. Now you're late because I had to yell at you. As scared as Baruch was, he could not help but be amazed at how fancy everything in the Poritz's house was. There was gold and silver everywhere. The walls seemed to glitter with diamonds and the chairs. Baruch had never seen such comfortable-looking chairs and couches. In fact, Baruch had never ever sat on a chair with a cushion on it before. But as the Poritz led him toward two massive leather chairs with gold trimmings, diamond-studded armrests, and silver cup holders, he reached behind one of the seats and pulled out a rickety wooden crate with nails sticking out of it. Here, he said, plunking it down on the floor, you sit on this. Baruch did the best that he could sit on this tiny crate without sitting on any nails. Now, said the Poritz, sinking deep into his cushy chair and grinning nastily, read your Torah portion. Baruch was shaking all over as he opened the Chumash to Parsha's Vayetze and started to lane. Vayetze, Yaakov, Mibe'er Sheva, Vayelecharana. That's enough, barked the Poritz, making Baruch jump. You read every word wrong. If you want to have a bar mitzvah, you'll have to come back here and read to me every single night for the next three weeks. And of course, he added slyly, your family will have to pay for my precious time. Now out, out, the portraits kept yelling at Baruch as he chased him out of his mansion. Baruch hurried away from the portraits' house as fast as he could towards his father who was waiting for him at the edge of the estate. Baruch couldn't hold back any longer, and he burst into tears. Tati, I hate him. He's a terrible Russia. He doesn't even read Lashon HaKodesh. What right does he have to test me? Baruch fell into his father's arms, sobbing, as he related everything that had happened. Baruch, Tati said, I want you to listen very carefully and think about your bar mitzvah parsha. Why do you think Hashem made Yaakov Avinu spend 20 years by Lovan? 
I'll tell you why. Because the Rishayim make us great. Imagine if Yaakov Avinu just married Rochel and left. We wouldn't have Leia Imenu. We wouldn't have Bilha and Zilpa. And more importantly, Yaakov Avinu would not have become the tzaddik he became if not for the nisyoinus of living with Rasha like Lavan. So while we should definitely dive into Hashem to save us from the goyim who make our lives difficult, at the same time, we must realize that if Hashem is putting us in this situation, it is for our best and our opportunity to grow into bigger and better oiv de Hashem. Baruch smiled for what felt like the first time all day. Thank you, Tati, he said. I will try to use the nisyonis from this poetitz to grow closer to Hashem. After pausing for a second, he added, and I'm going to daven that Hashem should destroy him and all of his wealth will go to the Horky Hasidim. Have a wonderful Shabbos! Take away. Difficult people are sent our way by Hashem to help us improve.